Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mornings on the game means more of the morning shift. Nice. (laughs) On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're back here on the morning shift, and let's get back talking about the Atlanta Falcons and... Their list of potential candidates. Bo, you had one that was not on the list that I read out earlier. I, I thought I was reading your mind, too, but then I wasn't. Looks like you don't know him as well as you think yeah, you do, Yeah, I guess Mike. I don't. I'm I just kidding. don't. I'll take a back seat. <laughs> Tiff, be careful. He's got his hood up right now. Well, I think it's I think it's important for us to go through the actual list that's been put out of all the candidates for, okay. for you just tuning in, which would be Lions OC Ben Johnson, their DC Aaron Glenn, uh, 49ers defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes, Ravens D-line coach and associate head coach Anthony Weaver. Ravens D.C. Mike McDonald. Uh, Bengals O.C. Brian Callahan. Rams D.C. Raheem Morris is the one that's been. Raheem. <laughs> I like, like, hey, you leave Ra alone. on, you're like Raheem. Yeah, I like Ra. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of his. Bobby Slowick, the Texans O.C., a guy I'm a big fan of as well. And uh, is it Aja Evero, I believe, would be the um, Panthers D.C., Along with the rumors of Bill Belichick, but one of the names that a lot of Falcons fans came to me with, and, you know, I'm I'm torn on this. I'm not sure how I feel about this candidate because I think he's a phenomenal offensive coordinator. Elite. But I, 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 Mike, we're talking about head coach. And and, and everybody goes, he should call the plays here. And I I remind people, remember – you all had a problem with uh, Arthur Smith being the play caller and the head coach, and we had a problem when Dan Quinn was being was the defensive play caller and the head coach. And everybody's told me it, we Who don't. Who is it? Hold on, I don't want a guy that does both. But that's why I question when fans tweet, text, come up to me and say, "We need to get Todd Munkin, former Georgia OC, current Ravens OC, here," and yep. he's a name that is not on this list. And they've already talked to the Ravens about the guys they want to interview. Now, the team's official statement is we're not going to release names of guys we're interviewing until after they've interviewed with us. They put that out yesterday. So this is these are all reports, which let's just be, let's just be honest. It, there, it's, the guys that are reporting these names are very reliable, and this is how it works because these agents release these guys' yes. names once they've inter, uh, been you requested. you want their names out there. Yes. Yeah. Everybody wants their name out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. The Speaking of interviews, uh, I think it's Michael Rothstein put it out on Twitter yesterday that, um, according to a source, the Falcons blocked Ryan Nielsen, the defense coordinator, from interviewing for the open Jaguars D.C. job down there with Doug Peterson. Um, And obviously a lot of people – I thought that's the name you were going with. A lot of people have pointed to Ryan Nielsen and could he step into that role. And it's it's funny because you and I have talked about this. One of the things that drives me nuts when situations in football come up is nobody talks about – relationships like a lot of times that it, it just seems like people will throw out puzzle pieces that that do not fit together and just say well this is a dream thing I was almost guilty of doing that like I was like how awesome would it be if you got 
Belichick as a head coach and then Munkin has an OC and you kept Nielsen on board. It just doesn't work like that, though, right? No, you have to have not. pieces that fit together, guys that run schemes and have the same beliefs as far as football go and things like that. So uh, Ryan Nielsen, I don't know if he would ever fit as a head coach, but to, to your point, I think a lot of people have started floating that name around as, as you know, obviously – Obviously, the Falcons value him and would like to keep him in Flowery Branch. So we'll see how that kind of all uh, all pays out. And not to go completely off topic, but I think the relationship part of it matters. But it's also while we're, we're in this run, while also while there are calls for diversity, because you hang out with who you know, you hang out with people that look like you. And so you get in this whole big circle. And then that's how you see a lot of these coaches get repeating where no one's necessarily looking at the total skill set, it's I'm going to hire my buddy. I'm going to hire my close friend. I'm going to get this guy in here that can't coach. <laughs> but we've been friends, and maybe he's been coaching in the league for 20 years. And and that's how you get into this this whole cycle. And, look, you know. matter, but you, at some point you got to put aside, hey, this is you're not good at this. You know this, this better than me because you grew up in this business uh, with a with a parent as a coach. But I've always, when I hear people say it, I feel like it gets simplified. Well, it's just my buddy. It's just this. I've always felt that part of what went into that was, yes, it's your friend. But normally, normally, <laughs> when you're friends with someone, there's a really there's one thing that we forget about that, at, that, that goes into it, and it's a trust factor. And you trust that person. And you'll overlook sometimes the shortcomings because you're tr putting trust in someone because it's a big decision and it's a professional decision. It's com you're and, comfortable. You yeah. You know, that, that's basically what it is at the end of the day. Because you know, you, well, but you know, you can go to that person and say, I need, you, we, we are going to get this guy and you need to, you need to bring this guy in to work with this guy to do it this way. And you know that that person will do it because there's a respect and a trust. I think that sometimes we, because we're so hypersensitive with when when you're in these we, we look let's go back to the era that that was before when we got here with the TD era the last 2 to 3 years of personnel moves were done out of desperation trying to keep your jobs right i mean let's just be honest uh, thomas was signing players that he thought could get him to win back in the playoffs or maybe maybe get that ultimate goal because you wanted to cuz you knew you were on the chopping block so you're going to do things where you'll bring in a, the, the trust factor. And so a lot of these guys know that they're one misstep away from hearing the fan base say, fire everybody, or the owner yeah. saying, we're moving on. So you do things like that because that's why I think people get in this mindset of not wanting to take a risk with a new name. Um, and I think not even to say risk, but like not wanting to get out of their comfort, comfort yes, zone. Yes, perceived risk, yeah. That's that is uh, what it comes down to, a lot of it, uh, at the end of the day. So just some more food for thought there.